If you're a first-time home buyer and you're thinking about buying in 2024, it may work better for you to do that sooner rather than Absolutely. later. I'm here with Michelle Castle on the Unlocking Doors podcast. We're going to talk about why that is. So, Michelle. Uh, I couldn't of, wait to nod my head. Yes, do yeah, it. <laughs> absolutely. So with this podcast, we're talking about first-time homebuyer programs, mm -hmm. uh, down payment assistant programs, mm -hmm. and we're going to kind of talk about why buyers who are in this position um, might want to look at buying a home sooner rather than later. And um, so let's just jump into what is what are these down payment assistant programs, assistance yeah. programs for first-time homebuyers, and how does it help them out? So most of the time, as a first-time homebuyer, you don't have a lot of money sitting in a savings account. So there are programs that are designed just to help with home affordability. Right. And so the state of Texas has several different programs that are available. And then there's programs that we have in-house at Guild Mortgage that we use quite often on first-time homebuyer for first-time homebuyers. But I know for affordability is is a concern that a lot of folks have had, which is why you and I are saying, like, do it now. Because yeah. I think homes are going to be less affordable in, you know, summertime than they are right now. Right. And then, of course, they go up in time. So mm -hmm. putting it off is not, it's costing you money if you put off buying a house. Yeah. So what do you do if you don't have a whole lot of money saved up? Well, there's programs specifically set up for helping with either down payment or closing costs. Yeah. So, I mean, we use, uh, out of all of the, the families that we helped last year, 26% of them used a first-time homebuyer program. So they're pretty common programs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. And how does, that, how does that look for the buyer? So let's, let's take a, you know, some of the lowest money down programs mm -hmm. or loans out there are mm -hmm. FHA, which is 3.5% down, mm -hmm. conventional 3%. Some, mm -hmm. some areas, USDA, mm -hmm. zero Money zero down, down. Uh, VA zero money down. What right. programs would would or what would it look like for some of those programs to either help get their down payment mm -hmm. covered or their closing costs covered? What does mm -hmm. that look like? So, I mean, let's just use two hundred thousand dollars as an example because it's easy math to do in our head right now. Yeah. So, if you were to use a down payment assistance program, there's programs that go up to 5% assistance. Mm -hmm. So, if you're doing an FHA loan and the down payment is 3.5%, and you've got a down payment assistance program where they're giving you 5%, then not only is it covering your down payment, but it's covering a little bit of your closing cost as well. Yeah. And one thing that we've been able to do, especially in this market, which is why, and I think this is going to change mm -hmm. whenever buyer demand picks up, but mm -hmm. uh, we're also lately have been able to negotiate, um, for closing costs to be mm -hmm. paid from the seller to help with, with the buyer's mm -hmm. down payment or sorry, not down payment, but their the closing, closing costs, their cash mm -hmm. to close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we've had some scenarios where if they get a grant to cover their, um, down payment and then mm -hmm. part of their closing costs and we can get the seller to cover the rest mm -hmm. of it. Some of these buyers are getting into a home, almost no money out of pocket. I know um, it's been really fun. I mean, it, I tell people all the time: you got to expect to pay an option fee up front. Right. You got to expect to pay for an inspection and an appraisal right. and the earnest money. But there's a lot of times people come to closing with you know less than a thousand dollars out of pocket. Yeah. Because of the way the contract was negotiated and a down payment assistance program was used. Yeah, absolutely, and that can be, you know, like you said, for somebody who just started a family. They're just getting mm -hmm. into their first, you know, mm -hmm. big boy, big girl job. Or mm -hmm. I mean, even somebody who's been renting for, you know, I had on my YouTube channel, yeah. I had somebody, I had two different people comment, uh, on that last video I uploaded. Mm -hmm. One had been renting for 10 years. One had been renting for 12 years. And, um, 
you know, from their profile picture, they weren't young folks either. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's people from all walks of life who are mm-hmm. first time home buyers. I did a first time home buyer the other day and they were in their sixties. It was their very first house. Yeah. And so, I mean, these programs can benefit anybody who's in mm-hmm. that, that position where mm-hmm. there's, you know, they, they're strapped for cash. They mm-hmm. see the value in owning real estate mm-hmm. and they want to, they want to invest. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. um, I think it's, I think it's some great options. Um, what are some of the requirements, not only from a credit score standpoint, mm-hmm. but also I think don't some of these programs have some other requirements or, or there are, yeah. so we prove we we proved the first time home buyer portion of it. Now, not all programs are only for first time home buyers. Right. And the definition of a first time home buyer is someone who has not owned a home in the last three years. Yeah. So if you sold your home back in 2020, you could qualify for a first time home buyer program. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna use three years tax returns to prove that you don't own a home. If you owned a home, you'd be writing off mortgage interest mm-hmm. and property taxes and the other. So we'll use so pay, you'll have more paperwork, is right. my point. Um, most of them also require that you do a home buyer course. Mm-hmm. Some of them require you and whoever's on the loan with you to do the course. Some of them, only one in the household has to do the course. Right. But honestly, once you go through that, I mean, like, I learn something when I go through the course. Right. It's always really good information just to help you organize in your head. I'm fixing to buy a home. What do I need to do to maintain a home? How does the mortgage payment work? How does an escrow account work? Like all of this information that you really need to know yeah. if you're buying a house, especially if you've never owned one. Yeah. Now, another question that I get a lot from people who are using, you know, taking advantages, advantage mm-hmm. of these programs mm-hmm. is when they get that money for this down payment assistance mm-hmm. program, mm-hmm. do they have to pay it back on top of their mm-hmm. mortgage? And what does That's that look like? That's a good question. So some of the programs do have a repayment. Okay. If you are, if you sell the house or refinance within X number of years, some of them are five years, some of them are seven years. Mm-hmm. So if, for instance, you used, um, did a 5% on a $200,000 house, that's $10,000, right? right. So if you are only in the house for three years and you did have a repayment, they're going to base your repayment of that money based on how much unused years you still have. So So it's kind of prorated. It's just prorated and you're just going to have to add that into your payoff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not bad. Um, And I think that's, uh, let's see. Credit score wise, it does require um, tip. Some of the programs require 620 credit score. Others require 640. So you do have to have a little bit higher credit score to qualify. Gotcha. So do keep that in mind. That doesn't mean that, I mean, if you are thinking about buying a house and your credit scores, you're concerned the credit scores aren't there now. Again, we talk about these on the episode all the time. Start the conversation early. Don't wait until the last minute to talk to somebody. Have Have a a plan. Just a strategy and plan. However you want to do it, you just talk early. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when we started this episode, we kind of gave a little teaser on yeah. um, if you're a first time home buyer and you mm-hmm. do want to buy in 2023, mm-hmm. that, you know, this next 90 days, I think is going to be, we actually posted a, an, an ad today about mm-hmm. this next 90 days being probably one of the better opportunities because mm-hmm. we still see uh, there's limited demand in the market from buyers, which mm-hmm. is keeping uh, values flat Mm -hmm. or sales prices somewhat flat. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're also seeing some sellers or a lot of sellers are still negotiable on Mm -hmm. either helping with those closing costs or maybe coming down off the price Mm -hmm. or maybe a combination of the two or both. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 
as rates continue to go down as they've been projected to do, which mm -hmm. nobody has a crystal ball, but that's what we've been kind of expecting right. going into this year as rates come down, as mm -hmm. buyer demand picks up, mm -hmm. um, it's, there's going to be competition. And just from my mm -hmm. 10 years of selling real estate, whenever a seller is looking at two offers that are the same price and one of them needs closing costs and one of them mm -hmm. doesn't, it makes it very tough, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to compete with some of those other buyers. So. Gosh, there were so many buyers, first time home buyers were pushed out of the market for yeah. the last two years. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I agree. I think if you are going to buy a house as a first time home buyer and you need some assistance, you need to be buying a house before, before spring, Yeah. before spring's over anyway, at the yeah. very latest. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that's all I've got for first time yeah. home buyers. Um, if you are in that position mm -hmm. and you're thinking about buying in 2024, mm -hmm. Michelle would love to help you out, mm -hmm. come up with a plan, mm -hmm. a strategy on how we can get you into a home. And of course, I would love to help you find the perfect place mm -hmm. for you and your family. So uh, thanks for checking out this episode. Share it with a friend who might be thinking about buying in 2024. Subscribe to our channel, and we will catch you on the next mm -hmm. episode, excuse me, <laughs> the next episode of the mm -hmm. Unlocking Doors podcast.